0: I'm gonna take my time, cause I don't really want to go to work.
1: Got up this
0: morning.
1: How long have you had the mustache, sir? That is a glorious, glorious thing you got there. That would have been since I was 20.
2: Damn. Okay. Actually, you know what? It actually started because I was in college and we went for one year as Halloween. <laughs> anchorman
1: oh there you go so we went
2: to we went to goodwill and got a bunch of cheap old shitty suits yeah we're going we're going as anchorman hell yeah we we buy these old like 70 suits like the most ugly suit you can imagine and so we're getting ready so we all we all shave a mustache so i was the other guys like they could they're like Trying to like use their girlfriend's makeup to like fill it in. Ah, so I go to shave it. And at the time, I had a goatee, so I shave it and I go, Damn, I'm keeping it. I said, I'm not going back to this shit. So I, so it started, it started first just uh-huh. as a Halloween as a Halloween costume. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was, then I said, Yeah, I'm sticking with it.
1: I love it, dude. Yeah, I love it. I just did it ever since that yeah well it's it's like perfect it's like perfectly uniform too it's all nice and full and everything and you know not to not to just blow smoke up your tush but you're freaking you got some nice hair on your on top of the scalp too buddy
2: very i know very
1: well very well manicured yeah my my
2: my best friend he's had this big giant beard since he was like 16. so at the time when you're standing next to this guy, this guy's got such a giant, glorious beard. You're like, oh well, I can't stand next to him. This wimpy ass beard. Let I me mean, look at this. Yeah. yeah. But his it grows in, so he's got like the worst mustache of all time and the yeah. most glorious beard of all time. So, <laughs> oh, good. I gotta I gotta compete on something else.
1: <laughs> That's great stuff. That's great stuff. Yeah, I I like the idea of a beard, but man, the the anytime I've i like I've only grown out just like a little teeny tiny one before, and it just gets, it's a it's a, I get like two. I don't know what you want, I guess like OCD or something. I just have to always touch it or play with it, and just gets like becomes more of like a nuisance. because I'm always like scratching at it or like pulling pulling the hairs or something. I'm weird. No, it gets weird guy. It gets itchy in the Central Valley because it's oh, too yeah, hot. It, for sure, for sure. So, but I love those, that idea. I like those. Yeah, like, those big, nice beards, like, uh, remember, like, Rory McKernan, how he had that nice freaking, that was nice, dude.
2: Yeah, they sound, they sound good in theory, and then once you have it,
1: it says on Yeah, this is gross, yeah, plus there's food in there, and it's just weird, it gets kind of gross, yep, yeah, I gotcha. Yep, same way, but yeah, the mustache, nice and clean. Nice and clean look there, bud, I like it. Um, well, you went to, I saw you at the games, how'd you, uh. Got any like pros and cons from that thing anything that's really like got you excited i think the uh well first i want to know do you where do you have any speculation where it's going to move to next year i love to speculate buddy oh let's go texas i think so too i keep hearing dallas that's what i hear the most is dallas so now i'm
2: before i was probably like 90% sure it's texas now i'm going to give it mm-hmm. like 90 percent <laughs> so it's like you know. i yeah. think you know i think crossfit in the last out of a year and a half or so, mm-hmm. they've gone, they've, they've introduced a lot of the things that were back when CrossFit first was around.
1: Like mm-hmm. they
2: kind of reorganized their values and mm-hmm. realized, like, hey, this is what makes CrossFit CrossFit. Yeah. So, Madison, that, that community feel that they have to it, mm-hmm. that was not what the games were like when they were in Carson. Yeah. So, in Carson, like the vendor village wasn't integrated. Everything mm-hmm. was so segregated. Once it was done, you go spread throughout the city. So it was like any other, you know, professional event. You show up, you watch people work you out, you get out of there. Mm-hmm. See you all tomorrow. Yeah. And the way that they set this one up, because that was my first time in Madison. Mm-hmm. Okay. They made it like a festival.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure.
2: So I didn't. I didn't know about the whole campground thing. So they're talking oh, yeah. about. <laughs> people were asking me if I was going to camp. I was mm-hmm. like, No, I'm not camping. <laughs> <laughs> I go going there for five days and go pitch a Camp. tent. How are you yeah. out of your mind? Yeah. So I saw some. I saw some people from California pulling an RV, and I thought, "Dude, they're coming from Cal. Why are they taking an RV? That doesn't make any sense." Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: So then I get there and I see the whole thing. Going. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is totally different. Like you can walk right to the right to the event. Mm-hmm. So the way that they set it up, where yeah. you know, the, the campground, the affiliate lounge, the vendors in between—the whole thing is so much better than it was at Carson. Yeah, uh, I think that the way that they they obviously made these series of moves across. Hey, we need to we need to keep those things that made it what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to get rid of that. I think they're going to keep that aspect. We want we want more of a festival than a professional going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. To do that, you need space. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't go pile into just any little regular event. And so I thought when they first, someone said it's going to uh, North Carolina.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But that person wasn't that believable. <laughs> and then someone way more believable said they think it's going to Texas. And so, well, if it's in Dallas, you know, because if you've been to Dallas, you know, they've got tons of areas, they've got tons of areas. Yeah. And Dallas is obviously a little bit bigger. I, believe. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I haven't checked the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, they go to, yeah. if they go to Dallas, I'm sure they can just, they have enough space where they can just make like an all-in-one festival. Like everything mm-hmm. that you need is there. You fly in, go there, you don't have to leave. Yep. Where, like in Madison, they take over the town as soon yeah. as they've you the And so I said, well... In Dallas, they'll probably just set up their own town. Like, hey, bring everybody in, set up. We got everything that you need here. So, like, one of the coolest parts was going to all the other gyms in the area, where the vendors mm-hmm. would go, you know, rent out the gym and bring everything there. Mm-hmm. That was, like, one of the coolest things. Oh, yeah. So, I was when I was there, I'm like, okay, where am I going to work out? And I had no game plan going into it. So like, oh, hey, we got this set up over here and all these all these different classes, and these seminars coached by these people. So I was like, what the hell? And like, that's <laughs> I was, yeah, I'll be there. Hell yeah. And I thought I was telling someone like, "Oh yeah, hey, they they rented out this gym and they got all this stuff going on." And they were they were saying, "Yeah, they did that at all at all these other gyms too." Mm-hmm. I thought, "What are you talking about? Let me check them out." <laughs> uh-huh. So I went to I went to a couple of them. And those are kind of the elements that that made Madison really cool. So I don't think they're going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I just found out Monday, actually, I was talking to someone I was talking to someone else, and they said that we were talking about a at Goodwin International. We were talking about Rogue. Oh,
0: yeah. I
2: said, whoa, really, Rogue calls the shot. They got all the equipment. So if Rogue says, hey, we're not packing our stuff to Europe, that's end of discussion. Who are you yeah. going to get to replace them and bring all that stuff? Well, I found out I didn't know. I don't know the owners of Rogue. And so uh, they were saying that uh, they live in Texas. Oh. I'm pretty sure they live in Texas. I'm not I'm not 100% sure if that's right. But, um, they either have rental properties or they have some kind of business and dealings in Texas.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So that would make way more sense that they would go to Texas than anywhere else. Because if the owner is a rover in Texas, yeah. they're they're obviously gonna advocate, hey, let's go to Texas, let's not go out to the middle of nowhere that it's way out of the way for us. Yeah. They're gonna click, hey, keep it, keep it reasonable distance to Columbus, where we're out of, or we'll go to Texas, that's no problem. Yeah. So once I found that out, me and other yeah. you know believable people said, Hey, let's go to Texas. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, we're that's yeah. a lock. Yeah. Yeah. I I know where Rogue wants to go. (laughs) If if Rogue is interested in going to Texas, they're going to Texas. For sure. They already have the Rogue invitation. So I was like, Oh, that's why they have the invitation there because they probably Mm -hmm. live they're used to that area.
1: Right, right, yeah. No, I think that's and and to your point too, I love how it was just the CrossFitters just took over like the town, especially like the, you know the capital area, all all the restaurants and everything. There's like, even the restaurants are kind of getting into it. They got like themed CrossFit themed like food and stuff like that. And of course, you know, Rogues taking over that one of those bars there and stuff. But I thought that was cool because when you, you know, yeah, you see, like, you leave the event, and you go downtown, and you can just tell like, yeah, all these all, everybody walking around town is like, yeah, you guys were all at the CrossFit games. It's like everybody was there. Um,
2: that all the locals were cool about it.
1: Oh yeah, no, exactly. You yeah, just, they, you they were. You just
2: you ignore those people online they're going to complain about everything but oh, yeah. the actual people who are working and living downtown and building out
0: mm-hmm.
2: they um i had a really really good response from they were like hey man we we're disappointed that then it's going to leave yeah i said of all the of all the events we have like these are the better people to have in town Compa- mm-hmm. compare this to the other events that they host you know both in terms of how the people behave and how much money mm-hmm. it brings in. Yeah. You're like, man, this is a wit. Right. To bring in this much money, you know, we get people that are gonna do you are gonna behave far worse. Oh like yeah. as a as a group you got those rowdy people, but as a whole, you got people that are going to bed early. To that, really <laughs> aren't they're not really gonna cause trouble like as a group yeah. right you, there's a few people
1: yeah or maybe like sunday night
2: <laughs> comparatively you're like oh yeah, the, yeah. Whole, the whole place is wrapped up and everyone's in bed by 10
1: yeah yeah and so they, all-
2: they spend all their money during the day
1: <laughs> yeah it's <That's> very true <laughs> very true yeah i'll also like this drive that's cause that's the only time i've been i've been I, i've been to the last three uh three games at madison and every time i'm there it's always funny how you know you're just driving kind of out in like the countryside and all of a sudden boom there's just like a, a handful like little cluster of businesses and you just like turns into like more farmland and then they like, oh, go a little more cluster business i thought it was just it's very it's very cute it's very like from like a little storybook i feel like how that town's like uh laid out and structured instead of like you know typical towns where there's like a you know i don't know what you call it like, but there's like you know, sectioned off spots just for businesses, just for homes, things like that. So I thought that was—I I love Madison. I thought it was like, and the, for for the the weather doesn't really bother me that much. I mean, yeah, it's not like, like perfect conditions, but I don't think it was like horrible. You know, <laughs> especially coming from California, I didn't think it was like that crazy.
2: No, people complain about the humidity, and yeah, yeah, it's a it's a little, yeah, but. When you're used to 100 plus degrees, <laughs> exactly. It's like, dude, this is this is 80. I don't care. I don't care what the humidity is. This exactly. is not as bad.
1: Yeah, as exactly. Uh huh.
2: The way it is in the central, there's no comparison to.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, not even. Yeah, that's why I was like, I, I, I liked it. I liked it at Madison. I wouldn't. I think be cool. Maybe you know, if they try somewhere else for a while, then I don't know. Bring it back to Madison in a few years. I think it'd be kind of cool. I'm down. I'd be cool with that uh was there a particular uh event or anything that happened at the games that was like a highlight for you um i was trying to think like i know i know like the roman the roman kind of thing that was definitely like a kind of like a you know like a uh an impactful moment but as far as like the like a workout like the capital the year before i didn't think i didn't really to me nothing like really stood out like on that aspect but was there there's something that kind of like resonated with you or kind of stuck out to you when you're oh okay shit. yeah okay
2: was was I was a killer worker. Actually, taught to a uh, bossman. Okay. So I asked him like, "Hey, who was whose idea was that?" So I had saw people talking about it because uh, they they hosted Helena on ESPN. Yeah. And so Helena's like the most cross-fitted workout of the whole. <laughs> that's a classic benchmark. You know, it's obviously scaled up a for- bit.
1: Yeah. For-,
2: for the games, but you know we people that are used to crossfit like they like different stuff than someone who mm-hmm. doesn't crossfit uh-huh. and so the stuff that we like other people can't look at it and understand what's going on like they don't have a they don't have the proper frame of reference mm-hmm. so Elena said you know, mm-hmm. three rounds everybody went unbroken yeah. and someone had someone gave a little story about what it was like watching it at the bar and they said the uh-huh. full bar was dead set on the TV. Oh,
0: they that's said tight.
2: everyone. They said everyone in the bar was glued to the TV, watching <laughs> uh, this workout. Yeah, and it's not so hard where people are sloppy and like their technique is bad. You know, the muscle ups are pretty clean. The dumbbell snatches were were clean. Um, and so if you're looking at it, there was a moment I think in the early heats. That I just I was in the I was in the Coliseum when I got sucked in watching the workout, <laughs> and I was like I was so en, I was so engaged into the workout watching it, and then I realized like at some point, the way they structured the workout because everyone's going rope, that as they do the muscle ups and they do the dumbbell snatches, you start counting their cycle time. Mm. So you don't know who, you don't really know who's ahead unless you're paying attention. So, when they go through those muscle ups, as you're looking at them, like you know, they're going to go unbroken. So, it's not like, hey, this guy came off the bar. You can easily tell. And you can kind of half ass pay attention, know, like, oh, he dropped off first. This guy's ahead. You know, they're going unbroken. So, if you want to see who's going to win, like you're starting to look at the rep, like, oh, this guy's doing his rep a little quicker. This
1: mm-hmm. guy's
2: taking a little less rest at the top. Same thing on the snatches. Like, hey, they're transitioning a little quicker. So, normally, where you would just be hanging out and kind of, you know, not paying attention, you know, you watch the run, they come in, they jump up on the bar. But now you're actually counting the reps yourself. <laughs> you're like, oh man, who's, you know, who's winning? Because it's three rounds, like, you're, you know, you're paying attention in the first round, see what happens. You're paying attention in the second round. But then the third round, you're like totally glued watching them the entire last bit when they come in. Yeah. Because you have to watch it to to know who's gonna win. Right. It's like when you're watching the top couple people go back and forth, you know, as they go through those muscle ups, you're counting like, man, he's like a half second quicker right here. Is he gonna catch him? Is he gonna make it up? And then they get to the dumbbell snatches, it's the same thing. Like you're you're so focused watching them. To see, because you know they're not going to break. Yeah. So you're watching the whole time. Like, you know, they're at 12. They're at 12 and a half. Like, they're going to close the gap. So I, it wasn't even, I asked, I said, hey, was this like an intentional thing? Like, did you guys think of all this? He's like, no, it just happened. And I, I told him, I said, of all the workouts, that was the one that I was totally glued. Nice. You you had to watch it to see, like, who's going to ahead. Right. A lot of the other ones, like you can see, hey, they're on this log, and this yeah. guy's jumping over this log. Like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's cool because it gives that visual representation formats, Mm-hmm. but it makes it a, It also makes it slightly less engaging,
0: mm-hmm. because mm-hmm.
2: you can tell who's winning. Mm-hmm. This one, you're just like absolutely glued to see <laughs> who's gonna yeah. who's gonna pull ahead, yeah. and they're finishing you know within a second of each other, right. So I thought. I thought that was the coolest workout just because of someone who doesn't know CrossFit and they ask me, mm-hmm. what is CrossFit or what does is, what is those workouts or a competition look like? And that's their experience. That's way more fun than watching some of the other ones. You already understand what's going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. People Any chance know, you run- know Oh i sorry, I'm sorry. People- Any chance you know? Oh, good. No good, good,
2: good. I was going to say, people know running. yeah. And- they think they pound on a pull-up bar, so they kind of know, <laughs> yep. what it is. and they know what a fifty-pound dumbbell is. Mm-hmm. But to to do like a sandbag squat, like an average person, and even people doing people who do CrossFit, they're like, I don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, I don't
2: know So that was that was my favorite.
1: I like that. Yeah, and I love um, I love the drone shots too. They're like followed them outside of the building and then bringing them back inside. I Thought that was very clean very very good cinema um i wonder what the I wonder what the numbers were for espn you have any idea have you heard that or looked into that what they were
2: no i didn't look at it at all yeah
1: i don't know i was curious i was just wondering if they, like how the rating how but the ratings were
2: compared to some of the other stuff they posted on espn
1: yeah yeah that's Dignity. a
2: way better advertisement for
1: cross <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's for sure yeah didn't one didn't one year they do the freaking i think the handstand rings the muscle ups to handstand push-ups i think that was on espn <laughs> if i'm not mistaken I'm pretty sure it was. There wasn't. I think
2: this was the, like the very first time it was ever on ESP that I watched it. And I wasn't doing oh. CrossFit. And I mm-hmm. was like, what is going on? Oh, yeah. Like, these people yeah. are nuts. Whatever that is, <laughs> if you're doing, like, ear squats. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the air squats are so fast. You know, if uh-huh. you have an athlete compete against ear squats. Yeah. So, someone not involved in CrossFit, you're looking at it like. Yeah. What is that that's funny that's not an exercise yeah
1: <laughs> i think the first time i saw it was uh 2013 or 2012 and they were running on the beach i think it was a swimming event where josh bridges either won it or he got second but they're like doing like this they had to swim around the pier but then they had to, like do this long run on the beach and come back around it was like i don't know it was like 2012 or 2013 something like that but that was the first, yeah that was on espn i was like same thing i was like what the hell's going on here this <laughs> is kind of weird yeah I um, also want to ask you what the hell happened with uh, Grace against Hiller? What the shit? I thought that was like, I thought that was money in the bag for you there, sir.
2: You know what? I It, it came about like last second. Uh
1: huh. Yeah.
2: So Wednesday, let's see. Oh, like a moron, I booked this red eye flight <laughs> to get there Wednesday. <laughs> yep. So when I had booked it back in March, I was coaching Tuesday night. So we got, a, we got a new coach. Um, I have him coaching Tuesday nights. So then I was like, well, now I don't need Tuesday. I don't have to take a red eye. Because at first, I only did that, so I wouldn't have to get those classes covered. I can leave after a last class on Tuesday. And I said, hey, I'll suck it up. I'll sleep on the plane. So I didn't have to get that covered. So the red eye turned into not a good idea. <laughs> then... When I booked it, I always book a aisle seat and uh, it's a yeah, long trip. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I always take the aisle seat and I wasn't even paying attention. So I'm getting, it's, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night. I get to the airport. And now I start kind of planning out my trip of like, hey, what am I going to do with it? And I, I realized like, oh, why did I book an aisle, dude? I got to sleep. Like, <laughs> I need to book a window so I could take it, yeah, I could sleep on the yeah. plane. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. I was like, man, this just got so much worse. <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe the flight's not going to be full. Well, the flight's packed. Of course. And I get there Wednesday, and I had two hours. My watch registered two hours of sleep. And so I'm dying when I get there on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm like, okay, I feel pretty good. I have a hard workout on Thursday.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Friday it was Friday, unknowingly, got super hard. So Friday, <laughs> I work out at one of those gyms and Sarah Sigmund's daughter's. Uh-huh. So she ends up, she starts working out next to me at the gym. I, you know, I, I started off with Clean and Jerks. They turn into Clean and Try Not to Pass Out because it's so <laughs> hot inside the gym. Of course. And I said, all right, fine. I'll do Clean's, then I'll do Jerks, you know, out of the rack. Yeah, so I finished my last lift and I dropped the bar and she goes oh man that would have been that would have been really impressive if you re-reacted oh okay like, Oh, <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah. well you know actually uh, I was just still warming up I got a few more to do <laughs> so <laughs> I put the bar back
1: oh uh, well shit dude it's Sarah's signaling daughter right here yeah, so. you gotta, yeah you gotta at least go for it yeah
2: so I go heavier. I'm like, all right, I'll do another rep. Of course. That one, um, I make the rep, and I drop that one. Like, <laughs> As soon as I go to bring my feet together, I'm like, I'm going to pass out. There's no chance of this. I say, fuck that. So I drop the wall. Okay. Fine. So I load the bar again. and go heavier. And the last one, I, I make it. And I re-rack it. And then I'm like, oh well, there's a re-rack.
1: <laughs> Did you catch that lady? <laughs> so I
2: after Friday, I'm like, man, I'm beat up. So I go to the gym on Saturday, you know, I just plowed having a pretty good
1: workout.
2: I'm about to finish and the freaking entire dancer clan comes rolling into the gym.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So I
2: I've about I'm I have like one rep to go. Sam comes in, his wife, his daughter, all his whole posse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: So they start, they start kind of egging me on a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh well.
1: Like, yeah. hey, a hole, I've been here for an hour and a half. Yeah.
2: I, uh, I was like, well, I guess we can go a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, I keep, I keep building up. So I have yeah. a, another really tough workout Saturday. Damn. So, we're at in the uh, Vendor Village, and I was talking to Matt from CrossFit India, uh
1: uh-huh.
2: And he was like, hey, Leo, we got to do this workout demo, and if you got some time, it'd be cool. We'll, we'll shoot it real quick, and we'll use that for website. Well, Hiller just happened to be walking by. And so, Hiller stops, and he's like, hey, you should go out there, too. So, it was super last second. Uh-huh. And we end up going to the campground on Sunday to do the workout. And as I'm starting to move a little bit, I'm like, "Man, I beat up." Mm-hmm. i Hmm. Hiller has. I don't think he's worked out all week. He's just been running around <laughs> doing media. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going into it. I'm like, "Dude." I'm like, "I gotta." I said, "I know Hiller's going balls out right here." No, he's. I know he's absolutely full send on this. Of course. So I'm like, "Shit." all right, I'm going to suck this up. <laughs> and my strap, I, I start thinking about it. Like, I'm starting to come up with, trying to come up with excuses of yeah. why I'm going to lose right now. <laughs> yeah. i like, dude, I really don't want to do this. I don't even want to do it at slow speed. Yeah, yeah. So we start, we start going. And I can, t- I can tell this guy's like ready to explode. <laughs> and then... Before the workout starts, I go, you know what? It probably makes a better video anyways until it beats me. So now there I'm like, you
1: go. There you go. Thinking one, about the content. Yep, thinking I'm content.
2: Like, number one, I don't want to do it. <laughs> number two, this is really going to suck to try to beat him right now. <laughs> and then uh, three, it's better if he beats me anyways. <laughs> so I'm going to go through all this. Just to have you know a worse video at the end of it, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, if I really go fast, I'm like, I know that he's gonna. I said, he's got, he's gonna go all the way to his limit and set an all time PR on Greece to beat me. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I said, man, he's really gonna, he's really gonna make me work for this. So I said, yeah. I we start going. I'm like a half rep behind. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay. Maybe if I see him slow down or he breaks it, all,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to step yep. it up and beat him. Yeah, but somewhere along the line, I'm like, man, this sucks. I'm not going through. I'm not doing 30. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> then I split him up and finish it out. Yeah, <laughs> but I said he he beat me up in that in that workout, fair and square. Yeah. Yep. Even if it was if it was purely mental. Yeah. He just, uh, he got me when I was down and
1: yeah. went to the throat. Well, he should have made him uh, take a piss test afterwards.
2: Oh, he might be able to pass right now. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I know he's got his, uh, California hormones all, 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 all ablaze. That's good stuff. Yeah. He's, uh, is he there always talk athlete? Hey, I am not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I know he's doing like an experiment on himself, right? With like he's go he's testing out how he can uh how he can I think he's still juicing, right? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm not sure. I'm not really following that. Yeah.
2: I haven't seen his videos like covering all of it. Yeah. But I know I know part of it was I don't know the rules that much when you get like over 40 or whatnot.
1: Ah, uh, oh, gotcha. yeah, I got you.
2: There's, there's more to it than just the experiment.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. And I'm sure,
2: sure, I'm sure he's gonna come out with the content.
1: Like, of course. Hey,
2: these are how, these are how these guys bend the rules in all these organizations. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm, 37, and I got low T, so they give <laughs> exactly. me a pass. <laughs>
1: exactly. Oh yeah. What is uh? Do you have a, PR grace? What it? What do you have it? Do you remember it? You know what it is?
2: I don't even know what my PR grace. I don't know if I've done a regular grace as like a real,
1: yeah, as like I'm gonna try absolute, to set up PR as yeah. fast as I can go. Yeah,
2: uh, I've done it a few times at like a minute thirty.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: it's okay, never yeah, been a there's There's never been a reason to like go all out
1: yeah balls of to the
2: wall. See, yeah, see what you could do because well, the fastest needs... times are like one minute. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, craziness. Uh, you should have them drop in to your gym and do uh two twenty five grace, then. Then you
2: could. Oh, he did. Can, he did. He, he, did, he two twenty five for a hundred snatch challenge. Jesus,
1: that's gross. What did he, he do? Hundred snatches at two twenty five. So no, I, I no. posted.
2: I posted the video. Okay. We're gonna get some podcasters on this, and we'll throw this idea. Okay. So I posted the video, and then. Like a week later, I see Ben Smith tag me in this video. So Ben Smith put up, "Hey, I saw he saw me do it." Uh huh. So he put up 100 snatches at 225. Damn. So someone else, someone else posted it. I think there was like five or six guys that did it. So is, it like,
1: is it like a two-hour workout?
2: No, I think everyone finished within like 50 minutes.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, like. So okay. I put I
2: put mine up. So like, I did it like uh-huh. 40, all right, 30 or something, and I was Damn. like, okay, I'm gonna do one every thirty seconds.
1: Okay, okay.
2: So Ben Smith posted it up and beat me by like one minute. <laughs> like, oh, I did, I did two twenty five <laughs> for a hundred in like yeah, you know, every twenty five
1: seconds or something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so someone else posted it and was like, oh, well, I beat Ben Smith by ten seconds. So like everyone, people kept posting it up of like, yeah. oh, we optimized. 10 seconds. We upped it yeah. by this. Yeah. And so Hiller jumped in and he did it. And so I put the idea out there and I said, Hey, we should do a two twenty five snatch for charity. Oh, that'd be dope. And I said, Make it make it a regular podcast, keep it within the hour and people can pledge money. Mm-hmm. Um league reps people down. I said we're going to old school elementary job at on
1: here. I love that dude.
2: Get get everyone's get everyone to zoom in.
1: Mm-hmm. S- S-
2: bring all the top bullshitters in the crossfit podcast for the live commentary and we'll do uh we'll do a charity event.
1: it's a great idea dude i think it's a great, i think i it's,
2: it's a... said he would do it yeah oh i'm gonna sure double would. check i think I, I sent him a message yeah and he's like yeah
1: let's go for it i'm sure he would he seems like he would he'd be down for something like that i'm sure you can get i mean especially if you start getting a few people on board and probably get like get rich fronin in on this mother he probably, be, well, he'd probably I, be down. I did
2: say i did say ben smith you know doing this for charity he's gonna he's gonna insert himself as the people's champ the
1: greatest <laughs> see, the greatest you, humanitarian see. champion there you go
2: that we've had <laughs> in crossfit
1: there you go yep do it Let's get all the big get all the big dogs in there dude that'd be that'd be an event for sure that'd be a huge event and people would be yeah they'd tune in and it, it would raise some It'd raise some good money, dude, for sure. Especially if you can get some headliners and, like you're saying, get like a a series of podcasters in on it. And that'd be. It's just all the uh, it's all the organizing, which is the hard part. But yeah, that's, uh, I think it's a great idea, dude. Great well, it would idea. be
2: fun to watch. It would be fun to watch because you could see other people's scores.
1: Yeah, dude, that'd be super. When fun. you're
2: like, when you're like fifty reps in doing it for fun, uh-huh. you're like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> why am I doing yes. this?
1: Halfway, yeah. Uh, dude, I've had that thought so many times during workouts. I'm just like, I don't I don't even need to be why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> I think about that all the time. Uh hey, what does your like recovery routines look like? Do you guys do you do any like cold plunges or saunas or those uh, suction cup suction cup things? Any, my any sauna special special is tricks
2: or yeah. a little walk over in the gym because hundred and ten creepers. Okay.
1: <laughs> Just shut the doors, uh, turn the air off. <laughs>
2: yeah. I have never in my life done a cold, cold. Oh shit. Likely never will.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I uh I, I ironically see, did my fir- I did my first one at uh Madison. This last one. Uh yeah, I'm not... breaking breaking news, it's fucking cold. Graciano. <laughs> it's fucking cold. Gotta takes your breath away, buddy.
2: Yeah, they're gonna away. have to pay me for that one. <laughs> It's just no way I'm doing that for free.
1: <laughs> it was not pleasant. Not a pleasant experience. But I did feel great afterward. Like, you hop out of the thing, and there's there's something about it, dude. you just, like, are all, like, rejuvenated, and you feel good. It's just, like, you know, it's just a minute and a half or two minutes of absolute suck. And then uh, you feel good. Well, this is the problem. Like, when your life is too good, and you live <laughs> in the first world
2: for too long, you're like, uh-huh. how do I create some kind of struggle? And you're like, oh, let's not have hot water. <laughs> Let's
1: let's bathe <laughs> when it's cold. Touche, touche. Yep. I got you. How about any like uh, do any mobility work or what's uh yeah? Do you have any tip tips secrets to recovery?
2: Yeah, what you better. Okay. Go, go to sleep earlier. <laughs> uh, I'm not here. For I facts. used to
1: do.
2: I used to do a lot of mobility work early on, but then once once you have it. You just need to maintain it. So mm-hmm. once you're once you're there, it doesn't take very much to maintain but to mm-hmm. regain mobility. Well, uh, it's boring. like it's yeah. it's a real tough effort to try to do. But once it's there, yeah. For me, like just doing the Olympic lifts, like the flexibility that's required of them, you don't mm-hmm. really have to do anything else. Mm-hmm. But if you if you can't do them, well, this is going to suck, and. All the mobility, like, for the claims and stuff, it is basically moderate to heavy front squats. But front squats that hurt and feel like your shoulders are going to tear off your body. Yeah. And then it forces yourself to be a little more flexible. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. you just do the things that you're already doing, but do them at a higher yeah. level. So I got you. Like, on a front squat, sense. instead of being lazy, about <clears throat> this, like, one-finger grip... Mm-hmm. your back turns into a turtle and you're slouching <laughs> you know just keep your yep. hands on the bar you force the elbows up
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's that's about as far as you have to get
1: that's your mobility do, do you uh i know you post a lot of like weightlifting stuff but do you do you do your metcons and stuff like that do you do a lot of crossfit class workout stuff
2: yeah there's not fun to watch
1: i know i feel you they're good yeah thanks for thanks for not I sharing <laughs> Like, i appreciate i appreciate you not sharing <laughs> they
2: most of them are pretty boring
1: yeah no I want, really I want not that throw, that. yeah i want to watch you throw around like 400 pounds you're right <laughs> you're right yeah you going to be it's gonna be
2: like all right scroll 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 oh there we go yeah ah scroll past yeah. that one scroll past that one so i even like i've the, joked yeah. with uh, strength athletes crossfit mm-hmm. is just a name brand for cheap people and every top strength athlete does tons of GPP. They might not call it CrossFit, but if you, if you use CrossFit as your GPP, you can have way more fun. Like GPP. A- is what is that?
1: Let's say, what's that acronym? What is that?
2: General Physical Preparedness. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can do that stuff on your own, and it's horribly uh-huh. boring. And mm-hmm. so you start skipping it. Because it Mm -hmm. sucks. It's just not fun to do like these basic drills. You know, assistance work. Mm -hmm. When it's like, okay, well, CrossFit is just assistance work for time. So you can join a class, which means you'll actually do it. And it makes it suck less. So you make the stuff that suck, suck less. Then you have more fun at your Mm -hmm. actual sport.
1: Yeah, I like that. So
2: I always treated CrossFit like, this is this is literally no different than GPP. It's no different than the accessory work. I like that. Yeah, I'll skip the <laughs> accessory work or come up with excuses of like <laughs> yeah. modify it in some way or not mm-hmm. stick to it. Yeah, but for for a lot of strength athletes, like you really only have one or two real strength sessions a week.
0: Mm-hmm. You're
2: not gonna be going. You know, you're not gonna be going that heavy or training that hard more often. Than that. So. The rest of your time, you can just jump into class, get all that boring stuff you don't like doing, and not have to will yourself to to do the stuff <laughs> that long term makes you better. It keeps you healthier, keeps you moving well. Yeah, without less uh, mental, well, without less mental work, with less mental strength.
1: Yeah, yeah. To your point too. I like I love watching, I love watching like professional competitions. But yeah, like if. Uh... It doesn't matter who it is. It could be Frody and Frazier if they're just posting like, oh yeah, here's my workout of the day. I'm like, yeah, I'm scrolling past that. I don't need to see you. I don't need to see you. I don't need to see you training, work it out. Like that's not, yeah. I don't
2: I don't want to see you at like 70% effort on the bike. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's on the bike. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Cool rowing video, bro Montana. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh I know you're the owner of uh CrossFit Valley View. And I was doing some research on your uh, your history on your CrossFit page, and I know you're your numero uno and your affiliate on a uh, 2021 and 2023, but second in 2022, what the f? Who kick who? Uh, who laid the smackdown on you in 2022?
2: Oh, I can't even remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even remember. Okay. Well, my wife but... wins. My wife wins it every time, so she always places. Oh, okay. Right.
1: Uh, okay. I see. Okay, gotcha. I got gotcha. you. I normally don't
2: okay. even. I normally don't even uh, pay attention because she's always right. gonna. She's always gonna win the CrossFit.
1: Okay, That's I didn't know if like uh, Justin Medeiros was training out of your gym or something. I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> gotcha. No, we
2: have one. I probably took a break or something on a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Let me do the you know minimum on this workout.
1: <laughs> yeah. To I post a score. I feel you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, who the hell? Who else is training to that gym? That's what's, I. I didn't know if there's like some games athlete that came out of there. Um when you're snatching uh you know, just your everyday and you're using straps, is that cheating? It, are, you, are you cheating if you're using straps?
2: No, my Okay, good partially. But okay, I don't compete weightlifting, so I don't care. Okay, good. Like when you <laughs> I'm right there especially, with you. <laughs> especially for me, I got I got really beefy hands. Mm-hmm. So I can grip the bar well, but that flesh comes off the bar it's like yeah. any of those high, any of those high rep workouts, a hundred percent of the thumbs are tearing. Oh, there's God. there's zero chance that, that my thumbs uh-huh. are going to make it to the end of that. So yeah. the cleans are fine. I can handle the clean sits a little better in the hand.
1: Right, right, right. Those, yeah.
2: those heavy weights, especially if you're going high reps, there's no chance my it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Plus Yeah, exactly. If you're especially if you're going to be training or working on that movement for like an hour, hour and a half, I'd you're, Eventually, your grip's going to start failing before your, you know, your back or your legs or something. So yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro straps. I'm definitely and pro I, straps. I
2: actually will say they they help you at the heaviest lifts. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. your very heaviest lifts, they do help you mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times your your limiting factors grip. It's not set right. It slacks a little bit with the with slightly lighter weights. Um, I actually prefer not using. My technique mm. is a little sharp. When you're talking like, you know, moderately heavy. Mm-hmm. It, the hook rip is way better because you stay yeah. connected to the bar. So mm-hmm. your technique's a little better. You're a little sharper. You mm-hmm. feel the R so you know where it's going to be. The strap, you lose a little bit of that connection. Yeah. So I go back and forth. The very heaviest ones, I'll put them on or if, you're, if there's a ton of reps, I do it to save the hands. But I make sure that I, I make sure that I can hook grip so that I have to, I'm not going to go out there and look stupid, <laughs> but for like day-to-day stuff, uh-huh. it's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not going to destroy my thumbs just out uh, of some like yeah. macho competition. Exactly. Well, I'm not using, I'm not using those. I'm a real weight.
1: No, dude. I, uh, I may or may not, uh, be known to use uh, receiver gloves for like pull-up workouts uh boy do i get do i get tons of shit for that buddy but it's it's like it's kind of wonderful grip and i get like a size smaller so they're super tight form fitting and it's, they're kind of grippy on the bar and it's kind of nice I, I mean i kind of recommend it but everybody just makes fun of me for <laughs> breaking out my yeah. nike receiver gloves <laughs> i used to get i used to get made fun of the strong
2: or do a crossfit <laughs> so because people like to joke about kidney coolers
1: oh yeah of course
2: but the bars make your hands tougher. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was at nationals one year and we had this wheelbarrow
1: carry Oh, uh-huh. and
2: probably half the guys tore their hands. Yeah. And when We're talking tear. We're talking, we're talking the entire callus. Like
1: the, yeah. Oh Like God. they're
2: super, they're, they're done with the event. They're super glued and back on. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: There's so much flesh that tore that you're almost like expected to see bow yeah. you're like I'm, it, it was so gross that i'm like yeah. oh like yeah you, you want to go you're trying not to look but you're like that is horrendous
1: oh yeah disgusting
2: and my hands didn't tear uh-huh because if you do if you do some of that high rep artwork like your hands are way more resilient For so sure. Like the, yeah. the, the skid itself has built mm-hmm. up or, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting to these grip competitions Oh, You're yeah. not tearing your hands and mm. so I was talking a bunch of shit. <laughs> I was talking so much shit, like you guys think yeah. you guys are these big tough strong men. Your hands tore on a little wheelbarrow, <laughs> and at that it was seriously half the time.
1: Half the guys. oh oh sure.
2: Hey, how about you go hang on a pull-up bar? A bit? You guys, these guys got these soft baby hands.
1: Make it foot across,
2: making fun of people who do cross. That's yeah, you've got these like little tiny kid hands. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, knock on wood. I haven't torn in like, uh, it, it might be like four or five years. I haven't torn in a long time, but it's like, yeah, I've got they're grow, they're all they're built up, they're pretty, they're pretty, pretty gross. But I still, I still use like a uh, bear complex stuff or something like that to just in case, you know, I like, I like doing that stuff. But do you see, uh, Vellner's fingers? At the games? Or, you know, like after the aftermath? No. Did he put oh. a picture up? Yeah. You let like the freaking rope, the, uh, what was it, uh, alpaca redo, whatever. Oh my gosh. It was pretty, it was pretty gross. It was pretty bad. Like the tips, like the tips were all like shaved off and they were just a lot of flesh exposed. It was pretty gross. Yeah. He was, for a while there, he was posting like daily updates, like on his stories. Of his hands? Gross. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty nasty, pretty gnarly. Pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, what was it like compared thing...
2: to that one Murph were?
1: Uh, oh, his Murph?
2: No, no. There was a, there oh. was a few
1: years ago. When,
2: when I think it was in California. Okay. They're that the bars were in the sun. It's like oh, the bars oh, were oh hot.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, at the games, you mean? Mm-hmm. When, like freaking Annie Thor's daughter and Cara Saunders were like passing out and stuff like that. Like heat strokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, someone no, put uh, a
2: picture
1: yeah. It was just, di- yeah. I think I, I, if I remember correctly, I think I know about it. it was, it was just different. Cause it wasn't like a palm. It wasn't like a palm tear. I, although I think you might've had like a little bit, of, but it was, the, it was like the tips of his fingers were like on the sides were like all like shaved down, like on the sides. It was, it was like chunks, big old chunks of the tips of his fingers were all like, it was, it was gnarly. It was pretty gnarly. I was like, dang, you had like six or seven more workouts to go too. So like, that was, that's brutal, man. That's like a hardcore, hardcore stuff. Um, do you have any lift uh, snatching slash cue advice? Because I literally pull my head every time I snatch. I do what you know. I look up to this guy every time. I'm, every time. And don't tell me it's just plain and simple. It's not pulling your head. Because I, <laughs> I try to think about that. <laughs> I try to think. Okay, focus on something. Focus on something. And I pull my head. <laughs> every, almost every time. Almost every time. Well, we are
2: doing a seminar in Modesto.
1: Oh, I saw you. you. I saw three, you post. Yep.
2: You got three whole hours of me in your ass
1: okay all right How to get maybe, that'll help. maybe that'll help okay good to know i'm gonna uh i i i saw you post that what a couple it was yesterday or a couple days i know you posted a couple times yeah right? i'm gonna try i i legitimately am legitimately gonna try to make that make that cause that's pretty close modesto's pretty close i can i can make that drive I yeah remember, the
2: gym is it. the gym is pretty cool it's uh yeah the former female body okay who at one time and this is kind of a big deal with how CrossFit has changed fitness. hmm Who started bodybuilding and quickly became, you know, what everyone around here was like, dude, this might be the greatest female bodybuilder of all time. Mm-hmm. Just totally unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And ended up stopping bodybuilding. And she always wanted to be a performance. Athlete. That's what she liked more. So she's transitioned to CrossFit and it's now got a whole bunch of meatheads that are going <laughs> to the gym to try out CrossFit because there's yeah. this there's now this big demand or like this big secret desire to be CrossFit, but they don't mm-hmm. want to see it. <laughs> so there's a there's a bunch of people that they want to be jacked, but they also want to perform like they're jacked. Yeah. Uh, that right. are now looking at all these people that are doing CrossFit and how jacked Hell, they are. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, I want to do it. I don't want people to know <laughs> that I'm going to cross. I don't want them to see me. It. or I don't want to do it. It looks stupid. Yeah. So yeah. when someone like that comes around, they're all like, right. Okay, sweet. I got an excuse to go there. Like, no, 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 I'm going there yeah. because it's, you know, her gym. Yeah. But right, right, right. You know, like, oh, man, dude, I really want to do it. I just, I just didn't have a, I couldn't save face and go to this gym <laughs> you know, owned by this little tiny gymnast.
1: Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. She's, that's uh it's weird i I'm wonder I'm how long that's like that stigma is going to be around CrossFit. cuz i feel I, I do feel like it is starting to slowly change a little bit too because i almost what you're saying there's i think it's, it's getting a little more like well for one they, they're not doing like the the i feel like they did a lot of dumb stuff back in the day as far as like just workouts themselves were kind of crazy especially at local events they do some really dumb bizarre stuff so i feel like it's gotten like safer and more organized and more structured and more definitely more like it's just, it's just being taken more serious, I feel like. But I do, it is it is interesting that that narrative still exists of like, I don't want people to know what I'm doing CrossFit. <laughs> well,
2: I started in Strongman. And in Strongman, I put up something about, you know, Strongman, the first world's strongest man, and the CrossFit games are exactly 30 years apart. So mm-hmm. the strongest man started in 77, mm-hmm. and the CrossFit games started in Houston. And if you look at the first three years of both sports, it's utter mm-hmm. chaos, like just it. And and strongman, that event started by asking the question, "Who is the strongest?" Yeah, and they started out by saying, "Like, hey, well, let's bring all these people together. Let's bring the bodybuilders, powerlifters, and the the Olympic athletes and the weightlifters, and answer who's strong. So mm-hmm. we're going to create a variety of different strength tests. You know, a one rep max deadlift." A, you know, refrigerator carry, like, all this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to figure out who's the strongest. And so at first, you had people that were totally unprepared for those events. They've never handled weight that heavy, or Mm -hmm. they've never done something for two minutes straight. (laughs) Yeah. And you have people just, like, getting wrecked. Yeah. So um, Franco Colombo, who everyone Mm -hmm. knows of, Schwarzenegger's training, he mm-hmm. broke his shit. Oh, jeez. The yoke is so heavy. It's not like the only time that's happened. But uh-huh. the, the weight is so heavy that if you haven't had years of building your body up for that kind of event, the bones aren't dense enough. Damn. So he takes a step, and he was moving pretty quick, takes a step, the shin literally breaks from the Eesh. weight of that load. And so that's what I knew strongman is. <laughs> This is like you guys are calling that dangerous? Like, this is not dangerous at all. Are you crazy? Like, go look at go look at the injuries in strongman or powerlifting or bodybuilding. That's an injury.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This
2: guy, like, oh, he had to take a week off the gym. Big whoop.
1: Yeah, right.
2: And then they figured out they figured out, you know, how to train for strong They realized, like, hey, this is a totally different event. Mm-hmm. You can't train like these other disciplines. And once someone figured that out, which was Bill Kazmaier, he came in and just blew everyone away. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened across The first couple of years, it was, "Hey, how the hell do you train for all this stuff?" Mm-hmm. And once you had this blend of people from all these different sports, one person figured out which was throwing, mm-hmm. and then he dominated. So, like in every single way, you can see the progression. The same way, like you have a new score with a variety of different things. Someone figures it out. That champion yeah. takes the ball and runs with it, and everyone after that has the blueprint of this is how you get, this is how you prepare, this is how you train and get ready for it. Mm-hmm. And so now, especially when you go back and look at the kind of the foundation of prospect, we see our yeah. our charter is open source. Like every new person from a different domain that comes in, add their experience and their knowledge and we evolved the methodology to incorporate that. So CrossFit today is not what CrossFit was even one year ago. Oh, yeah. Certainly not what it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It started off with a brilliant idea. Yeah. But then to put that idea into practice was like, whoa, there's a big gap here. Oh, yeah. Like This is, this is great yeah, in yeah. theory, but what you guys <laughs> are doing actually in the gym is is a little nuts <laughs> yeah and today that gap is pretty small mm-hmm. hey it's a great idea and they figured out how to do it
1: mm-hmm. especially if so you're now, if people are honest i'll say if people are honest with themselves they uh anybody competing at a high level of like almost any sport there's risk of injury and there usually is injuries on on every professional elite level there's like it's just the kind of the nature of the of the sport <laughs> i guess you could say
2: yeah, CrossFit their benchmark is pretty much like zero injury. Like, they look at it as like, hey, nobody should get injured. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, come on, let's be realistic. Yeah.
0: Right. You compare yeah.
2: it to other sports, and you're like, man, this is pretty safe.
1: Yeah. If
2: you compare it to sitting on the couch, yeah, it's more dangerous than sitting on the couch. Oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but against any other sport, mm-hmm. come on, yeah. You have how many For people sure. at the games and how many injuries?
1: No, yeah, no, exactly. That's a good. That's a good point too. Do you worry about like your joints or knees or anything like that not working properly when you're seventy, 70, 65? Is that a concern at all? No, not really. Okay. I like your style.
2: Yeah. That's uh
1: I like your style, buddy.
2: I would say there's about not a like, zero concern, uh-oh. but
1: like not, not concerned big because zero, but Yeah, yeah. say not concerned because you don't think it's going to happen, or not concerned because you're like, eh, it's worth the risk.
2: No, it's not. Okay. I like it. Okay. I'm actually, I did a seminar here on Sunday. I'm more beat up from standing for six straight hours (laughs) than I am after it worked. (laughs) I got done with it, and I'm like, damn, my body hurts. Yeah. Just standing for that length of time, I'm like, man, my back hurts. Uh Yeah. I, Everything hurt just from standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing a workout with the joints, if you want through a full range of motion uh-huh. I feel perfectly fine. I've yeah. work. I mean, I got no time. Yeah. I wake yeah. up, feel good. Uh-huh. I do stuff like sit like I sit for too long, especially if you're in like a little weird position where mm-hmm. I stand for that length of time. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, my body's hurt. <laughs> The strain of just standing there doing nothing <laughs> is way worse than if I was actually moving,
1: yeah. And doing it the whole time. That's interesting. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, I saw you posted a couple weeks ago about you got shadow banned from a different platform. Which platform was it? What happened? Oh, you do? Oh, dude. TikTok F- crush. Pla- Dude, what? Oh, okay. Break it down. Can you, can you elaborate? What, I don't. I don't know what. So
2: there's. They sent me a message. <laughs> That they're like, Fuckers. hey, we're gonna do, we're gonna do some revenue sharing on videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I I had I didn't sign up for anything at that. Yep. It's yep. I I I knew, hey, if you sign up for any of this stuff, they automatically decrease your reach. Oh,
1: dude. Yeah, I have so, firsthand, firsthand experience said, on that.
2: Yep. I said, well, I didn't look too much into it. I go, well, if they're if they're doing a, a revenue sharing program. Then they want to sell more ads because they get their cut. Mm-hmm. They're gonna give you a cut. So mm-hmm. I'm like, why would they decrease your reach? Don't they want more people to participate? and So hey, we want these guys on board, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make better stuff and trying to push push more stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought they made it as like, hey, this is a win win. Yeah, we get be- we get more and better stuff from you. You get mm-hmm. yeah. So we're not just paying you directly you know, out of our own. Hey. This is going to be based on how well your stuff performs and how much how many, how many ads we can put. it. So I clicked agree, It all of a sudden my my every video got like five percent of the views. Oh, dude, yeah. And I was like, "What the hell just happened?" Mm-hmm. So my mom, I I called, talked to my mom on the phone, and she mostly uses TikTok. She doesn't use Instagram. Okay. And she was like, "Well, what have you been doing for the last few weeks? Like, <laughs> I haven't seen you post anything." <laughs> And I was like, what you?" are you talking about?
0: She's
2: like, dude, I haven't seen one of your videos on TikTok for like weeks or a month. Like I can't even remember yeah. the last time I saw one. So not even my own mom was seeing it. <laughs> like even the, the people like I actually know in person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: My own, my own mom didn't see <laughs> like any video I posted up for however long. Yeah. And I was like, what is this whole thing? So I tried getting out of the program.
0: And mm-hmm. so I sent, yep. them a
2: mess, sent them a little ticket, like, hey, can you take me out of that? I'll, you can have the money. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You know, I, I understand how this whole thing works.
1: You know? Yep. You mm-hmm. got to
2: take people off the site, all that stuff. Yeah. But they ended up paying me for that month, like, seven bucks. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about the seven bucks. <laughs>
1: right. Just give me I uh,
2: said, so, you know, this this video here, which was which was however many views on these other parts, yeah, you know, I'm getting like five percent of what they used to get. Oh, yeah, hmm. And there's no way for you to get out of the program. Uh huh. So I think uh, July it went like just a little bit, up. and then oh, August okay. has been a ti- August has been a tiny bit better.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, um, they uh,
2: TikTok's, a, yeah,
1: they're a son of a. I uh, I posted a video during the games on Instagram. It just cracked 10 million views and I posted on TikTok and it's got like 400 views. <laughs> I'm like is it that big of a difference? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Right? What the f? It's uh yeah, same thing. Well, you know, Instagram kind of does that to me too sometimes. Like I it's like one of my complaints is that you know, like I post a post a post and then like I'll I'll try to sell a shirt or something. They're like, yeah, we're uh, suppressing the shit out of that. We're not giving you any reach on, on that kind of stuff. So that kind of, that like, that stuff kind of bugs me. It's like, you know, I have whatever. Instagram is out
2: of... almost like dead set. Oh, like
1: yeah. It's like,
2: always, it's always within the same reach. Like, it's never, yeah. like, below this point. Yeah. And it's never above, like, this. Mm-hmm. It's always mm-hmm. within that
1: reach. Pretty oh, okay. consistent. Okay. I'm obviously yeah overalls but every now and then like something will hit big you know i get i get some of those every now and then but yeah i'd say they're pretty it's i mean it definitely is more consistent than um tiktok for sure for sure yeah tiktok's like too much work you know they want you to like um you know you got to find a music that's trending then you got to try to uh, fill your captions up with like seo so it's easily searchable and then you got to like you know they want you to have some type of hook like in the first two seconds and it's like good lord it's like it's like I just want to post this video. I don't want to like edit it for like 4 hours for a 15 second video. It's like, good lord, but that's what people do though. So that's it's like a, you know, that's why they, they tend to favor it. You have started using one. it? I have. I've used a ton of it actually. Yeah, but it's like um you mean for like editing, like the video editing stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I I have. It's like um some of this is like a little off, but there's one there is one I use for uh what's it called? For this for the podcast where I just put both. so when I'm done here, I'm going to like put your video with my video and then like I hit a button and it just goes do 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 and it edit it edits it where it just pops up like when you're talking, when I'm talking so it like cuts it nice and smooth. Which I used to, have to do that manually. That would take like if this is like an hour and a half conversation, it'd take like probably four hours to edit like that. It does in like uh forty five seconds. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. So And I was I used... talking
2: I was talking to a guy on Monday. And he said that his old budget for his editors was like two hundred grand
1: here, yeah.
2: And mm-hmm. he said, "I now have this AI software that's one hundred fifty bucks a month that makes me more content."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, for sure. And it's better. <laughs> oh shit! See, that's where I've I haven't got that yet. I haven't figured out what to make it better. I feel like when I manually do it, I feel like it turns out better. That's just my that's just me though. But but if you're trying to like mass produce, yeah, it's hard like scale big time, like. Yeah, I, I've used softwares too where like, you know, like this hour and a half podcast, it'll 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 generate like, you know, ten clips or something like that super fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you know, there's pros and cons to it. There's there's tons of good stuff. It's only gonna get better. You know that. It's just gonna keep getting better, and better, and better. Like like a year from now, it's probably gonna be like insane how great it's gonna be. Um, so yeah, definitely I've definitely messed with it, like mid journey and like of course chat GPT, I love all that stuff. That's like that's a that's great stuff. Yeah. Um, what uh? How in the heck do you keep getting a collab with CrossFit? By the way, speaking of Instagram, they freaking love you, man. They're collabing with you like I feel like weekly almost. They're collabing with you. Who do you know? Well, they Who, need what people. do you? Yeah, what do you got on them? What do you got on CrossFit? <laughs> they need people in California. They need people in California.
2: <laughs> yes, you know California went through this weird this weird transition because um, it started in Santa Cruz. Yep. And when you're talking like the <clears throat> earlier to mid-thousands, all the top athletes were out of California. All of them were doing their... So California was good big. Yep. But all those people who opened up all the original gyms and trained all the games, athletes, the top people, mm-hmm. all those gym owners... Because every single area for CrossFit goes through the same transition. There's an evolution when CrossFit enters a space Everyone wants to join. Everyone wants Mm -hmm. to do it. It's this crazy, like, 20-people classes. It's just a big, giant cluster. Yep. Which, it was never supposed to be big classes. It was never supposed to, you were never supposed to go without attention from a coach at any
1: point. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But when you have that many people wanting to start, you know, it's hard as an owner to tell people, like, no, 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 we're full. Sorry. Yeah. We'll (laughs) sign you up in a month. Uh Uh-huh. we have space for you. So all those top gyms, you know, there's this like pretty defined evolution CrossFit. You're starting off with younger, healthier, in-shape people, transitioning them to kind of lifetime health, mm-hmm. and then eventually you start moving more and more towards kind of a professional service era. You're dealing with a clientele that's a little older, you're offering higher-end service, you're doing more nutrition coaching. You're adding all these, these things that people yeah. want. Yep. But you lose that kind of like big competitive, competitive spirit. So all those people that were total studs back in the day, they've all aged out of the really hard competitive spot. Mm-hmm. And so now their gym serves a slightly different clientele. And mm-hmm. all the people they brought up are looking at it like, well, I gotta get out of this place. This place is too expensive to live. It's so like any top athlete, they're not gonna come to the Bay Area or Santa Cruz or mm-hmm. anywhere around there because it's simply too expensive. You could do yeah. it 15 years ago. Hey, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna go to this gym and train out of there. But now it's so expensive there that if you're in your 20s trying to be a top athlete, you gotta leave. And so a lot of those OGs brought up this awesome crew of coaches. The coaches want to open their own gym. They're not going to open it three blocks down Mm -hmm. and divide the gym. So they're going to say, hey, where can I go that CrossFit isn't already? That's a nice place to live where I can go kind of establish myself. Well, I'm going to go to Texas. It's way cheaper. Yeah, There's not a lot of gyms there. So some of these top coaches, you know, out of the whole Bay Area, they go to Texas and open up new gym. They go to Florida and open up new It's so like you're seeing these people in like random spots of the U.S. where they just have this monstrous CrossFit community.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, because they trained under someone, someone somewhere else, didn't want to, you know, kind of cut into to what they built, and they left to go establish themselves. And so, in California, especially those those places with the highest cost of living, you're not going to get. You know the top athletes living there because it's way too expensive. So in terms of being easy to work with athletes and having a quick turnover, get things filmed and shot, be flexible. Everyone else is going to have to like make a whole trip out of it. Oh, yeah. Like hey, we got to plan this weeks ahead of time. We got to line all this stuff out. But like the videos that we've done has been, hey, and we did the Snatch one right before the games. Mm-hmm. So Matt shot me an email. He's like, hey, I had this idea for a video that we want to to do. Um, You know, do you have some times on these days? So I'm like, well, let me check. Hey, I got a block of time on Thursday, this time to this time. So it's a reasonable drive for him to come here, fill mm. all the stuff, get it all banged out at one time. Mm-hmm. Then they can go back and have everyone edit it put it together. Got it. So, a, a, a big portion of it is just geographic.
1: Yeah, I got you.
2: Everyone else, everyone else, we're like a from the from well, from the ranch. We're like a little over an hour. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is going to be Way older Oh yeah, right. Or they're going to fly in, and even if you fly in, like you're. <laughs> Wherever you're flying in from, if you're gonna to go to San Francisco, you're not making it through traffic all the way down yeah. to the or Santa to Cruz. To the ranch, yeah. You're totally <laughs> stuck. You gotta go through the heart of the Bay Area. Often yeah. at like the worst uh-huh. peak, the worst time of the day. Yeah. So San Francisco yeah. to like get to Santa Cruz or any place. Oh yeah, that's
1: a journey. It's gonna
2: yeah. it's gonna take you
1: forever. Yeah, that's a journey. So I think from Fresno Yeah, I, I, I think I can get to the ranch in like an hour, hour forty five into the ranch from here from where i'm at now are you in are you in fresno or clovis yeah uh well clovis
2: yeah ah clovis. see
1: technically clovis
2: i was on the savant Savon podcast talking <laughs> oh shit i saw you
1: <laughs> i saw you post <laughs> i saw you post clovis yeah it's like but it's i it's hilarious because it's literally one street separates me from fresno to clovis it's like on Fre- the border. Yeah, Fresno is like 500 feet from my house. Basically, it's like right there. Oh. So it's like, it's all. It, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some perks to living in Clovis instead of Fresno, but it's pretty much it's like one big. It's pretty much just one big area. This is all connected. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, it takes me like uh, I've I've, I've driven by a few times just to be like, hey, let's, let's see what's going on. Um, takes me, yeah, it's about an hour, hour forty five. Because sometimes I'll go to like Pismo or something or. Um, avila avila so when I'm like when I'm heading that way I'll just like I guess I'll swing by the ridge we'll see what, see if the shenanigan's going on um so yeah all right well I'm gonna call Matt be like Matt if you need a guinea pig for six minutes of burpees you got your guy right here I <laughs> will let I let grossiano snatch the 315 or whatever <laughs> I'll just do six minutes of burpees yeah we should do like a we should do like a freaking uh partner wad we should hey they got a
2: yeah dude ego, our dog competitions
1: our dog yeah yeah
2: i have a partner one out there oh yeah for sure yeah make the oh, whole baby. show out of it
1: yeah i want like yeah i want to do a partner with you for a crossfit that's what i'm trying to say i want to like i'm trying to piggyback oh, off your, yeah i want to piggyback off your success that's what i'm trying to do <laughs>
2: You, yeah. you gotta just pretend like you're doing a regular drop. Oh, I was just here okay. already.
1: Oh, weird! What the hell's going on? Oh, there's lights and cameras. This is so strange. Okay, all right, I'll hop in. Uh, okay. All right, say less, buddy. Say less. I'll be there. I will be there. Um, uh, hey, who who is the most famous person in your phone?
2: I don't think I have any.
1: Oh, nobody. <laughs>
2: so... I do. I usually don't even save people's numbers.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. I've usually,
2: uh, me- I usually memorize the number.
1: Dang, so I that's hardcore.
2: Actually, I, don't, I don't get around to actually add in the name.
1: Dang, that's that's gangster. Yeah, I usually say like, "Hey, here's my number. Text me." So now I see your number. That's what I usually do. I like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like I wouldn't be able to. I uh, feel like I'd be like a pretty much a dodo if I didn't ask for some. Um, pick your brain on some financial advice. Do you have any stock advice? Because I know you. I know you're muy uh mooy smart when it comes to finances and uh because you know Wall Street weightlifter. I got it's got a few stocks. Here's my stock portfolio right now at the moment. Tesla and NVIDIA. That's my stock portfolio at the moment. It's <laughs> not the worst. It's not the worst, yeah. And here's my hum- here's my humble brag. I bought NVIDIA about twelve years ago when it was like nine bucks. Why'd you buy it? Here's why I bought it. My brother in law knew a guy that worked at the warehouse and told it, told my brother-in-law like this, this new chip's coming out. We cannot keep it in stock. And it's like flying off the shelves. And I was like, that's about as good as insider trading I've ever heard. So I'm gonna go ahead and just look into this, look into the stuff and it all. But I was going to buy some stocks. Yeah. So uh, my father-in-law bought some stocks. We bought some stocks and uh, yeah, it turned out to be a pretty good little, pretty good little, pretty good little investment at the time. Yeah. So now it's crushing. Tesla though, I, I got Tesla like two years ago. Cause it was kind of, it's still a little high, but um, yeah. Any any stocks you should be like, hey, definitely keep an eye out on anything that's like, or just investments in general. Do you have any good investment advice? I I got a very simple. <clears throat> okay, sim- I like it. It is it is the most
2: non financial advice you could. <laughs> okay. So, this goes back to, you know, it's interesting that. It's interesting to see some of the new vendors and what's cool at CrossFit. Uh huh. Because it started with a bunch of hippies see Cedar Crews that were all about, like, they were almost like a commune. Like, they're all You're about, right. et- yeah, laid back, cool living, and anti materialism. So, yeah. I tell people the same thing all the time, which is, Every dollar that you make, you're going to do one of three things. You're going to consume it. You know, mm-hmm. You're know, you going to spend it on something. You're going to save it. You're going to put it away for a rainy day. Or you're going to invest it. And invest it is simply you're going to put it to use. If you own a business, you're going to go buy a new piece of equipment or expand your operations. You're going to put it to use in some way. So the only way that you invest is you first have to save it. The only really way you save more is to consume less, mm-hmm. and that is it. Your first course of action, all the time, is don't buy shit. God, yeah, that's it. That's number mm-hmm. one. Don't buy it, then you can save it, then you can invest it. It's mm-hmm. the equivalent of showing up to the gym. Like if, mm. if someone can't show up to the gym, well, how am I supposed to help you? You need you need me to hunt you down and pick you up at your house. Drive you in here, like, I can do that for a cost. There is a price in which, hey, yeah. this is what I'm paying for my membership. I need you to pick me up at my house at 4 o'clock, force me in the car, and drive me to the gym. But it's literally, the you know, not spending your money is the equivalent of showing up at the gym. So the uh, the not spending more,
0: mm-hmm.
2: even if you save it and you invest it, like, you have to look at that Nvidia stock and decide, hey, it's four hundred plus right now. I'm gonna not touch it and not mm-hmm. go buy a new truck with that money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So even that, even when you look at it, you're looking at it like, oh man, that could be yep. a brand new truck right there, mm-hmm. and I'm sick of driving this old beater. Yep. Yes. But you're constantly you're constantly making that battle all the time. <laughs> yes, Of <I> <laughs> You'll start making excuses like, well, man, it's gone up a lot. You know how much more can it really go?" People did that with Tesla for the last. Oh, I know. Day. Since the beginning, like,
1: just well, keeps how going. How much higher could it go? Just keeps on going. And then yep.
2: they sell it, and like, well, you know, I could really use this. No, you don't. You didn't need it six months ago. You don't need it right now.
1: Yep.
2: Hang out. Tesla's going to make better use of that money than you're going to use it what you're going to yep. use it for because mm-hmm. you are going to go buy something stupid. So number one is always stop buying dumb shit. Well, you don't need, you don't need the latest Nobles. All of your workout clothes don't have to match perfectly. Ah,
1: man. Okay. You
2: don't got to be, you don't got to roll up to the gym, totally fallen in a twenty twenty three whatever. cut me deep right now. And then you give me a call. You send me your statements, and then we talk about it. But all the... And it's interesting around here, and people don't realize, people think, when people think of money, they're thinking of like San Francisco with all the people with the expensive condos. Yeah. You got guys out here in the Central Valley driving some old piece of shit (laughs) that you're looking at like it can barely go at highway speed. Yeah. That secretly has a hundred million dollars worth of worth of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got. They'll tell you like, oh yeah, they farm this many acres. Like, yeah. oh, I got this many acres of almonds. And, whoa, 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 whoa! How many acres? Mm-hmm. Because you know what they're worth per acre. So you start doing the math.
1: Yeah, exactly. Holy mm-hmm.
2: shit! <laughs> yep. What we there's. <laughs> I don't want to identify him, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a guy, his dad was busting his bolts because they got, they can buy whatever car they want.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, we're talking literally any car.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And his wife got him a birthday present. And she buys him this old, like 15 year old Jeep. And she drives this Jeep all around their, their, uh, their farm. And he loves this thing.
0: Yeah.
2: And he start his dad starts chiming in, and he's like, well, "What the hell? <laughs> that's her. That's her present to you. Like, come on, you're driving. This is what. This is what you're choosing to drive. Like, come on, Look a little nicer than this." And he's like, "Well, what's the problem? Ben? I like it." He's like, "I yeah. like my It's <laughs> like I don't have to worry about cleaning it. I don't have to worry about all this stuff. I just get in. Yeah, it runs well. It'll take me everywhere that I need to go." And his dad's like, "Come! I didn't come all the way over to this country and build this up and hand it to Yeet. And now you're going to drive, you're going to drive like a 15 year old Jeep around. And so his dad gave him the hardest time, but yeah, I was like, yeah, but you're, you guys are worth that much because you refuse to spend any money.
1: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I think the, I mean, I love my $6 coffees, Graciano. That's my problem. I freaking love my cappuccinos that are way, way, way overpriced.
2: (laughs) The coffee is like the one thing that
1: I actually think is worth it. Okay, good. Yes. There you go. See, the coffee...
2: (laughs) If you go spend six... Give my wife in here. You could tell her. You're going to spend that time making coffee. Oh, yeah. Plus... That's you're gonna make that six dollars back because the next four hours you're gonna be operating at twenty percent actual speed. Oh worth God. it every time.
1: This is, this is glorious advice. This is the best advice like, I've got in a long time.
2: That's <laughs> like someone if someone will put it, if you put it in separate terms, uh-huh. you're gonna spend fifteen minutes making coffee. Uh-huh. To avoid spending that six bucks. Yep. But then you make more than twenty-four dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. So you could just sweep through, grab your coffee, yeah. and on with your day. And it's way better than your burnt tires that you make at home, for sure.
1: Yeah, that one. I
2: mean, there's a few things like that. That's like Come okay. Look. That's good. That's good enough. That's good to Starbucks.
1: Enough. We uh we've been doing some uh, f- uh spreadsheets, some financial breakdown. We're meeting with a financial advisor next week, stuff. But my uh my average spending on <laughs> my average spending on coffee on the last like the last six months was like two hundred eighty bucks. Per month. Per month. Oh, per month. Yeah, per month.
2: Let's see. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of a, lo- it's kind of a oh, lot.
1: Yeah, a- <laughs> it's kind of a problem. You got to gotta switch to the uh, the cold brew concentrate. And here's the thing, too. I'll make like two or three cups at home, too. And then I'll go and be like, oh, I got to take my kids to school. And I'm going to drop them off and go through the drive-thru and get a coffee. <laughs> it's, a, it's
2: a problem. Oh, they send, it, they send you this stuff now. They basically take giant pot of coffee uh-huh. and condense it down to a little jar okay. so you take like a table you take like a tablespoon at a time okay it's like the, on the before coffee yeah it's, it's totally killer
1: oh god okay All it's right. like uh, i'm pretty bougie when it comes had, to my coffee
2: i haven't reached out to him yet but i'm like hey man you guys need to you guys need to pump this up as some pre-workout and oh, i know the oh,
1: perfect guy to tell everyone to drink this <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, how do you feel about NFTs? Are those... Those are gone still? They're they're done, though, right? Or do you have oh, any NFTs? D- okay, yeah. I'll just say. Sure. Yeah. yeah, those are poo-poo. The, N- N- the-, the,
2: N- the NFT thing was a weird... hmm It was... When people try to explain it... Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, man, it's a picture. <laughs> it's... <laughs> so people... Yeah this is like this is like the oldest scheme in the book yeah. so they make it in they make it nft mm-hmm. they buy it from themselves for a million dollars and say hey this thing's worth a million bucks
1: yeah
2: no you bought it from yourself yeah like you you were the person that bought it it's not actually worth a million dollars it's worth nothing yeah and then someone someone they sell it for a hundred thousand. <laughs> And they're like, man, you're getting a 90% discount. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm paying a hundred grand for nothing.
1: <laughs> the only thing that kind of made sense was when, I don't know, it was a handful of celebrities are selling them. But like, if you had that NFT, then you'd get access to like a party or like an event or like, yeah, that's know. the, that made sense. That part the did. Aspect yeah,
2: where like the te- underlying technology is super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they could sell CrossFit Games tickets as an NFT. Right. So, like, you can't can't make copies or you can't fraudulently fraudulently Mm -hmm. produce it. So, if I want to sell you my ticket, you're like, oh, yeah, it's this specific ticket. Right, right. And it's very easily trackable. So, when they Mm try to explain, like, the applications of them, Mm -hmm. like, no, that stuff makes sense. It just doesn't make sense to paint that for a picture.
1: Well, that's the part I kept saying. I'm like, I don't need a freaking... Cartoon monkey with some freaking headphones on, like that's not. I'm not down with that. I don't. (laughs) That's not cool, especially for like yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Felt like us. There was
2: applications where they're talking like using it, using it for like property deeds. Oh shit! You know how much? You know how many hours and how much work it is to track all this stuff down. Yeah. And they were like, you could have that on a digital record where all the ownership is tracked, everything that's ever happened is within this little Mm -hmm. thing right here. Mm-hmm. i was like no i understand the technology that'd be awesome but yeah, right yeah. you got a lot of scam artists
1: <laughs> yeah dude that
2: are stealing all the glory of that so uh-huh. if you ever use that term again they're gonna remember oh you're exactly. that yep you ain't hoop gonna hoop. convince anyone about that now
1: no hell no hell no um, all right, a couple more questions. I'll, I'll, uh, we'll wrap this sucker up. Uh, what's up with the G Wagon stuff that I hear? If you buy like a G Wagon, a lot of celebrities buy that because it weighs a certain amount, and then you fall under a different tax bracket. Basically, I'm asking, should I buy a G Wagon and I'm going to get like a bunch of money back On my taxes? <laughs> Is that a thing?
2: You, know, you got to buy a Tesla right
1: now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because California, huh? California's got a huge thing. That's right. Yeah. Also, you, oh, you got a big
2: federal tax credit. Mm hmm. Then you have different like state
1: Yeah, how does that? I, mean, I also, So, do you, would you be able to, like, just a quick rundown? Like, so I buy a Tesla. Then, like, how do you, how do you do, how does that, how do the tax breaks work? They send it to you?
2: No, on your 2023 taxes when you file oh, okay. them.
1: They, they, oh, you
2: just... they give you a $7,500 credit. Damn. Then do there's they some do that every, every year? Every year? They just, they had it before. I think it mm-hmm. ended. And uh, now okay. they just uh I think they started it this year. Then they made yeah. an update to it.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: they're gonna have that they're gonna have that one supposedly for a while.
1: So every so I, if I bought a Tesla, Tesla now I can claim that every year and get that seventy five hundred No, just just your first oh, just, one. J- your first just a year. year. Just a year. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: So okay. we just we actually just bought one. We oh, bought one yeah. like we were fleet. we've
1: been looking. Yep, we've been looking at them.
2: And when you my wife was hammering me on like getting a car with seven <laughs> seats. You got oh shit. Ashley's got to drive other people's kids. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you look at it, and then you look at gas being five bucks a gallon and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing else with seven seats remotely compares. Oh, I'm um, sure. Yeah. So if you if you go buy a seven seat Tesla, it's the equivalent of purchasing like a twenty thousand dollar gas system. That's your trade. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you you factor in the total cost of ownership Mm -hmm, of the car minus the rebates plus the electricity, Mm -hmm. and compare that to your gas vehicle plus Mm -hmm. the gas, you're looking at. When I ran it down, I'm like, you're looking at approximately we can have over the next you know 10 years, we can either buy this Tesla or we can buy about a fifteen to twenty thousand dollars now between wow. those two, oh, yeah it's not really a comparison like <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's yeah. that decision is pretty
1: easy to make yeah what uh what model is that what model is the seven seater oh the y the y okay yeah is that the one with the doors <laughs> freaking back no that's the style? x oh. oh okay okay gotcha gotcha the
2: Y puts a what... seventh but okay. the, the back seat's like real small
1: yeah so yeah. it's
2: you only need it when you're going to take other people's kids Got gotcha. you. really yep. want to pile seven people in there?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now we're rocking a Honda Accord and a Honda Pilot. That's what we're. Yeah. So we're, and they're yeah, like twenty. Get... Yeah, they're like twenty sixteens, twenty seventeens. I can't remember. That's why I'm like, uh, got the itch. Got the itch for a new car. Looking at the Tesla. Oh, you got to go
2: electric. Nice. Yeah. When it's, Only... when it's five bucks, a, when it's five bucks a gallon. Yeah,
1: it's like a no brainer right now. There still yeah. compares. Plus they're just dope, and plus I'm a huge—I mean, just a fanboy out. I love—I love me some Elon Musk. I love that dude. You know what? The crazy part
2: of it—they do this little feature where if you purchase the the extra software package, whatever, acceleration boost.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, My wife drives the uh, real tidbit. and so (laughs) she didn't want to. She didn't want to drive it from the dealership.
1: Oh, the uh, ludicrous, right? Isn't it the ludicrous? Is that what it's called? Now this right? is something a little. Oh, okay. This okay. is
2: something a little different for the Y. Okay. okay. But she was like, "Hey, you drive it home. I don't want to be driving through the Bay Area and all that. They, they, they drive a little different.
1: There's yep. some
2: feature. There's a little difference to them that she has to Okay. So I drive it back, and I said, this thing is so stupid fast.' <laughs> I said, This is this is literally if you go back 20 years, I was like, this is how fast the supercars.'
1: yeah thing. yeah
2: and this is this is a mom wagon
1: yeah i know like the yeah the zero so, to 60 is insane huh the zero to 60 is like crazy
2: yeah when you're stuck in country traffic where you're like <laughs> the country traffic is so painful because you're on all these two-lane roads the next car is coming there's just a little too close for you to pass them <laughs> Yeah, so you'll go 20 minutes where you're like God, I don't know how much longer I can take driving 50 miles an hour and 55. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the first night, I'm going. and I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to slow down for anybody ever again." <laughs> <laughs> you're driving at 50. You know, I'm not. You're not even going to see me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So good. Signed off on the Tesla. All right. I'll, I mean, I'm definitely down. I'm definitely. You got to make. A, you got to
2: make that pitch to. So yeah, hey, I know. We can have a Tesla.
1: That's a good or way to put it.
2: you can have a you can have a twenty thousand
1: dollar gases. Nice. Yeah, that's your choice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a great. That's a great pitch right there. Yeah. She's a little more like we're we're a great ying to the yang. Like I I like to spend it and she likes to save it. So we're good ying to the yang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if it was up to me, we probably would have like probably just a bunch of more crap that we'd we'll be throwing away like a month later. And more $6 coffees. (laughs) Just be living. Living at the $6 coffee. Uh, Before I let you go, I'd love for you to speculate, make a prediction on Rogue. I know it's not all set yet, but do you have any any, like a male slash female? Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Who's going to podium?
2: Oh, man, I haven't even looked at who's competing. I know. It's just like...
1: I don't know either, actually. (laughs) But it's the usual suspects. It's the... it's I mean, like... It's a top top fifteen people from the games usually are always always kind of get the invite and then it's like five more additional people. I I'm gonna say the most entertained for me would be Justin and Right, that's what I want to see too, that'd be dude. The, that'd
2: be the most but, entertained. yeah.
1: That would, would that would be that would cause so much crap, dude. I would I would love to see that happen. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I felt because well, a lot of pop- times
2: those guys at that level, mm-hmm. like. There's so many things that could go wrong in prep where you're not showing up on your absolute best when a competition yeah. runs
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: that tiny things are gonna throw them
1: off. Yep.
2: It doesn't have to be very much.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. if you're one even if you're one percent off, it's not like oh yeah, you're one percent off, you know. It's that one percent causes this many spots lost on this work. This many spots on this work. Pretty soon, Mm -hmm. it's a huge compound effect. Okay, instead of fourth in this workout, they got ninth. Instead of, you know, second, that being a little off, you know, they got sixth. It's a huge drop in points. So it's not like totally out of the realm to think Mm -hmm. within a couple months, like, oh, this person's going to be back at this level.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was... What he was so excellent at was, like, even when he had a bad event, he was, like, sixth place, you know, or seventh place. He was always in that top, like, eight all eight. the time, I feel like, yeah.
2: You never, ever count manage,
1: Dude, right? Just mm-hmm.
2: ever. You know mm-hmm. they mentally have what it takes to get to that point yeah. to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they could handle all those elements. So if someone's a former champion, not like, hey, they were, you know, they podium their top tier. No, no, that guy... That guy has what it takes to be Knuckle One. Right. You don't write them off. You don't oh, act yeah. like, oh, they're washed up and they're gone. It's over.
1: Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
2: No, they're always going to be in contention. They're always uh, going to be. That. So,
1: and I want to win just because that would be the most fun. Oh, it would, it would definitely be the most fun. And I think this is a little bit of like, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure Tia is going to get an invite to the, to the Rogue. I'm pretty sure. So that would be... Well, Where did awesome. she place in the open? Where did she place in the open? Was she was Oh, uh, she yeah, no, she was. Yeah, she was pretty high. She was pretty high. But she's she won it last year. Oh no, she didn't win it last year. Laura won it. Laura won it last year, huh? Uh, so she was was she pregnant? She was pregnant during Rogue then last year, right? Because it was wasn't it? Uh, uh it was Justin and Laura Horbath won it, I believe. Anywho, let's just speak. Let's just get reckless. If Tia goes. <laughs> if Tia goes to rogue, how do you think? I'm gonna go ahead and say she's gonna win it.
2: Oh, she's not gonna win.
1: Oh no. Ooh, okay. All she right. Back. All right. Let's see okay. How
2: far how far postpartum?
1: <sighs> Good question. I wanna say the little kiddo's like three months old. Oh That's a that's a an... Maybe I think she's like three months. I think the kiddo's like three <laughs> months old. Maybe maybe four, three or four months old? Yeah, I just like to speculate. Let's get you know, get loose, get loose with the predictions. Good stuff.
2: Nope. she uh, she's gonna come out. She's gonna she's gonna put out a performance that it looks like. <laughs>
1: yeah. that's totally
2: wild for being for <laughs> yeah. situation. Uh huh. Yeah. I I she'll probably come back and she'll get back to the shape that
1: she was oh, Dude, yeah. I I, just, I mean, I think I think she's gonna crush next year for the for the games. I think she'll be. She'll be right there, dude. She'll be a top top contender for sure. Uh, I super duper appreciate your time, Graziano. I know you're uh, going to Modesto and about a end of September, uh, for a uh, snatch seminar. ever thirty. All right, snatch snatch seminar and Modesto. You can follow uh you can follow my uh the Wall Street weightlifter on Instagram. Is that premature handle on most most uh socials? Yeah, most of them, everything but Twitter. Twitter is okay. uh,
2: fifty to method gotcha nice
1: yeah Uh, anything else you got coming up you want to let the uh let anybody wear oh
2: so if california breaks back masked oh god are you gonna make any more jokes about
1: bats (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah Appreciate your time, sir. And uh, hey, let's let's shoot the poop again. I'm gonna I'm gonna come by. You let me know when next time Matt's there filming. I'm gonna like randomly just drop in, and just back like I don't know what's happening.
2: We'll do a uh, behind the scenes.
1: There you go. Good stuff, buddy. Alright, sir. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Josh.